0: welcome back to another episode of i ain't a hound dog i'm just trying to pound dog ha! what up though it's your boy mike perkins aka michael b potten one half of mvp one half of opinions i like podcasts and the whole show of my punk ass podcast and when i'm not giving an eggplant based diet to your vegan girlfriend i'm checking out the john effect podcast as you should and if you ain't what the fuck you doing present good evening ladies ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen it, 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 it is now time the one and only there never will be another you're listening to the john effect podcast this is episode 350 yes 350 of them. thanks i am your host John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Your Christopher Ruiz, your master of ceremonies, Cuban Rose of the Flesh, the Pod Father, Fidel Cashflow, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds on these hosts, Cheekbone Jones, Three-Bun Poppy, BroLivia Pope, John Stradamus, John Quixote, Juancito Fuego, The Young OG, The Prince of Potomac, B.K.A being high gets you the MVP, staying high gets you Hall of Fame. You, if you don't know, you should know what time it is. You already know what I'm on. I'm gunning for Hall of Fame status in this indie community. I am not new to this. I am true to this. Welcome to the John Effect Podcast, year eight, nigga and Justin, and non-POCs out there. (laughs) But yes, this is year eight. Let me just say this. like I am ecstatic. I am elated that I am still here. And not just here, but thriving. I'm not sputtering along to year eight. I'm coming into year eight super strong. Uh, The official Eight year anniversary comes at the end of April. I could not have made it here without everyone's continued support. I wouldn't be able to make it this long without my team, my team. Miss Jackie, one of my best friends, Mr. Rain Coleman, one of my very dear friends. I love both of them. You guys are a part of the success that is the John Effect podcast, so I will continue to give my friends their flowers. Um, but this is kind of, well, I don't want to say it's a milestone, 350 episodes, like this is episode 350, so this is, we'll say, a minor milestone, like, I want to say the the Next big milestone for the show, really, Lord willing, knock on wood, uh, if the Lord spreads my life, will be episode, no, will be the 10-year anniversary, but that's way in the distance, but, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny, I'm not trying to take shots, but uh, you know, some. You know, like, podcasting is like fashion. One week you're in, next week you're out. Some people don't make it to, you know... 35 episodes let alone 350, but you know, that's it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't um, but some housekeeping Guys, I'm back. Like I'm back. Like I never left. I'm back like titties on your back If you're tuning it up for you know, some peeing or what have you But yeah, it feels it feels good to be back I took winter hiatus, and let me tell you this: when I took winter hiatus, I took winter hiatus. The last time that I did a recording for any podcast stuff was um, Christmas Eve with my with my cousins over at Ratchet Ramblings, who I love and adore. But yeah, I've been chilling. Like, let me say this: this has been true podcast PTO. There's not been any recording. There's not been any planning, plotting, writing anything down, scheduling things. And I have things that are coming up and we'll get to that. So officially let's slide, uh, excuse me, let's slide into housekeeping, uh, where you can follow me. I'm on social media. Um, I'm. how do I say this? I've been drinking. I am interactive. Uh, I'm not tapped in all the time, but when I see the you know tweets or what have you, or the, the, the impressions, I, I jump in, I respond. So where you can follow me? It's the John Effect across everywhere so you can follow me on twitter the john effect you can follow me on tiktok the john effect you can follow me on instagram the john effect you can follow the instagrams or excuse me you can follow the instagram for the show the john effect pod um i hate that i lost my original instagram page but things happen let's run those numbers up so you know follow the john effect pod on instagram and Facebook should think. go to facebook.com forward slash the john effect podcast uh not only are the links for my show there, links and support for the shows that I listen to are going to be there. So you're gonna see a lot of views from seven shit over there. You're gonna see a lot of Ratchet Rambling shit over there because I love them and I'm going to support them because they support me. And I'm in a position to use my platform to not only highlight myself, but I want to highlight those that I genuinely enjoy and genuinely respect. So that's that's nothing new if you're if you're new to the show. Hi. If you're not, okay. But those are things where you can place me at. Uh places you can listen to the show. You can listen to the show, of course, on Apple Podcasts. So when you listen on Apple Podcasts, please write a review. Rate the show four or five stars. If you do that, holla at me. Let me know you've done so. I would love to read those reviews on. Air. Um, if you want to send a drop for the show, I would love that. I would love to use your drops at the beginning of shows for mid placements and things like that. You can also listen to the show on Spotify. Uh, Spotify, you can rate the show. So rate the show four or five stars over there. You can listen to the show on iHeartRadio. You can listen to the show on Amazon. You can listen to the show on audible you can listen to the show on pandora you can listen to the show on anchor which is now spotify for podcasters you can listen on overcast you can listen on Acast. you can listen on radio republic um there are so many more places you can listen to i can't think of them off the top of my head but hey just google the john effect podcast and places where you can listen to should pop up um so this year. It's 2024. Like, nigga, it's 2024. Like, I'm going to be 41. 41 years old in like four and a half months. And I'm like, yo, that just means like I'm nine years away from 50. (laughs) Let me tell you this. I'm going to cling to my 40s because... (sighs) I got my hair bre- we'll, we'll talk about that in personal effects. But yes. Um, I got some things I got some things cooking. I got two recordings left for my first event series for twenty twenty four. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, the ladies that are a part of this uh, series knocked out the park. Thank you, ladies. I will always amplify black female voices in the podcast space. I will always amplify black voice black female voices in my personal space like I love black women like I like I I just couldn't see not love how can you not love a black woman like come on I'm, I'm black well she 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 did but she was black and I love black women um but yeah like that's crazy but yeah that I got that coming uh that series drops April. So we on to look out for that. I also have a new segment that this is going to be a permanent segment. So where they say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, the John Effect podcast isn't broken. It's actually thriving in its eighth year. Um, so I've decided that I'm going to add a new segment to the show. The new segment that it's not going to be an every week segment. It's not going to be an every month segment. It may be every quarter. It may be every few months. I don't know. But be on the lookout. And when I have it, I have it. So the new segment that's coming to the John Effect podcast, 13 Questions with Salvatore. That's me, your host with the most, your master of ceremonies, John. Salvatore. So 13 questions. Think of the hot seat. Think of the event series, that energy, spicy, fun, you know, not too deep, not too serious, you know, get in the seat let me interview you and let's just have fun and you know let's just let our hair down and you know let the audience and and let potential strangers know about you like my thing is with this i want to highlight and i want to chat with people that want to chat i want to chat with people that want to just you know talk about themselves and it's okay to talk about yourself like you know i ain't a narcissist but I am my favorite subject <laughs> so i want you to be your favorite subject and i want you to be able to you know sit down or, with me or stand up with me however we're doing this virtually and you know answer these questions and i'm firing off at you like are they going to be fun Yes. Are they going to be spicy? Possibly. I'm never going to disrespect my guests because if I invite you on the show, I invite you on the show because I am a fan of you and I respect you and I would never put you in any type of light. But I might ask you a question. Like I'm just saying a random question might be when the last time you get your dick sucked and it's up to you to answer it or not answer it. And, you know, I'm all about media training because I come from a certain area of life or a certain to a certain era of life. So we'll see how that plays out. I, of course you're going to hear some familiar voices. I'm, you know, I'm putting, feelers out there for people to come on that are not necessarily content creators, just, you know, some of my friends, some of my associates, you know, of course, the collaborations always have to make sense. So that will still be in effect with 13 Questions with Salvatore, but I am excited for that. Now I'll say this 13 Questions with Salvatore will definitely, one of the first segments will probably most likely pop up before. Uh, the event series, what was I made for, Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, so let's slide over to personal effects, 2024, it's 2024, I'm taking more selfies, like, I didn't take selfies the last two years, because I wasn't feeling so great about how the way I look, but I'm feeling better, Uh, the shots are starting to, I'm starting to see some progress, you know, I'm back to, I'm back to being fine. So I feel that I'm fine. That the world deserves to see these, you know, this great skin, these high cheekbones, you know, you know, these classic features, you know, that are always inspired by Denzel Washington and Training Day. Um, the personal effects, I Bros Weekend. Ah, nigga. I could not imagine not bringing in the new year without my best friend. So, Bros Weekend, uh, New Year's Eve 2023, 20 to 2024. We had a blast. So, let me tell you this. So, I got, I finally was in my braid era. So, I got my hair braided for the new year. Um, I was like, yo, I'm going to bring a the new year with some braids. I'm going to be fresh, fly, all that good shit. I'll say this. I took the braids out by <laughs> I took the braids out by I wanna say by the first weekend the of 2024. The braids were gone. Like the braids weren't fuzzy or anything. They were great. They were just, they were. I'm gonna say this, and I'm I'm, I'm being super transparent. I'm gonna be very honest. I took the braids out because when my I'm going to say this. Once I lose more weight and my face slims out more, the braids will come back. But I was like, ooh, these braids ain't really working for your face, my guy. So that's why I took them out. Full transparency. Um, so we went out. We had a good time. Um, we Ubered. We don't usually Uber during the year. But when it's New Year's Eve, we Uber. Let me just say this. Um, the Ubers were cool going, um, Saturday was cool. Sunday was cool. Sunday was New Year's Eve. So the Uber at the end of the night (laughs) kind of took forever. It took forever. And it's like, yo, we're not getting back to Ray's place until like three. And then I'm like, I'm hitting the road. I'm getting up at six o'clock to hit the road to come back to Virginia, which is a three hour plus drive. Um, but before that, there's this, uh, if you're, if you're in the DMV, z burger is right because we we finished the night out at the fireplace which was like yo the fireplace kind of shut down early the fireplace shut down at 1 30 the easy which was cool it really wasn't jumping but it was, it was just it's familiar so we went we ordered z burger which is right next to the fireplace we ordered it through uber eats so we order at one fifteen to pick up at one forty. so we go over literally it's right next door so we go over our food's not ready so we're like yo what's up so he's like it's not ready so cool so people behind us i want to say four to five people behind us order their food their food comes up 15 20 minutes so then we're like yo how the fuck are these people that order behind us getting their food before us so then we asked the dude he's like it's not ready yet so what so my my, my brother ray's like what's going on he was like oh we didn't put it in accept the order my niggas accept the order and put the food through because i'm hungry i'm hungry like i'm on the shots but by this time i'm hungry i'm hungry i'm not hungry hungry hippo's hungry but i'm like nicole richie 2005 hungry and i'm like yo so we still wait so more people have ordered behind us they're getting their food so it's an hour out we still have not got our food then we finally get our food and it's whatever. But I will say this. So, where I may not have been feeling my braids because I thought my face looked a little puffy. Uh, because the braids were a little bit tight. I will say this. This man, actually, the the men were receptive to the braids. Like, I guess the braids kind of like made the cheekbones pop a little bit more. Uh, you know, a, a man stopped dead in his tracks um on Sunday night and was like, damn, you fine. Thank you, sir. I, I tried to be, like, I, I, I'm trying to be appealing to the eye, so that was great. And then we went, um, I want to say Saturday night, I was flying. Like, I finally broke in my uh, blue retro fives. Um, I still need to break in my, my olive green fours. Like, I've ordered them, like, six weeks ago. I have not yet to wear them. Um, I, my intention is to probably break those out for bros weekend which is in two weeks which i'm excited for but it was good like it's good to know i still got it like but nigga, i'm 40 and i'm 40 in some months like I'm, I'm right around the corner from 41. so when i was taking my hair out and everything and my fro was back i'm like nigga, is that a gray hair in my beard I'm like, no, nigga, no, I had I had like a gray hair in my beard, and this whole time, I haven't said it out loud, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm blessed to be 40 to have a head full of black hair with a hairline still intact, and then I see this gray hair, and not my beard, but my goatee, and I'm like, nigga, I'm so old. Like I'm old. I'm like I'm not the young hot nigga anymore. Like I'm not I'm not a granddaddy, though I could be a granddaddy age alone. But I'm like the ravages of age are taking over, and I'm like I'm not I'm not touching my face. Like I'm I'm not touching my face. Like a gray hair. There a gray hair. I'm drunk. A gray hair there is not gonna kill me. Like I don't have wrinkles. I don't have jowls that are out of control. Um. So I'm gonna continue to do what I do. The preventive maintenance. I'm gonna age gracefully. You know. I'm 40. So I I understand. I'm not gonna look like I'm in my 20s. Like I'm not gonna look like I'm in my early 30s. Like. If I can possibly pass for 37, I'm cool. But if not, and I'm 40 and I look 40, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm 40 and I feel great and I feel blessed to be here. Because I'm going to be honest, 20 years ago, I, I never thought forward to like, what is my life going to be at 40? Like, I just was like, I'm just 21. I'm the hot nigga. I'm the it boy, this, that, and the third. It was never on my bingo card to think about that. But... You know what? I'm gonna freshen up my cocktail, and I'm gonna come back, and we are gonna pop some shit, and get into the docket, and you know, get out twenty twenty four onward, and all that good shit. So, new listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back, nigga. It's your boy John Salvi. I am going to say this: everything on this docket. Is allegedly my money is for me. I said what I said. Everything on the docket, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. The first docket of 2024. Let's get it. Let's go. I love TikTok. TikTok has fastly become one of my favorite apps and like i want to say i really got into tiktok 2021 so three years i've been into tiktok i i love it um so there are things you know when my algorithm brings me i don't know how my algorithm brought me here and maybe some of you that are on tiktok are have the same algorithm i know rain's and jackie's does and i believe Tyleese. um but charles and miss Netta have kind of taken over my tiktok so we are in january so i want to say probably maybe since halloween i've been inundated with um videos from charles and miss netta who i don't follow but they're on my fyp page and in the beginning, I was like, oh, this is fun. This is cute. This is kitschy. This is camp. You know, you have this couple where you can tell there's an age disparity. And, the you know, the, the woman is cooking Charles lunch. And it's like, oh, this is cute. And, you know, it was the same type of content, I want to say for the better part, of a month. And it's like, okay, this is cool. Like. So I love Southern fried. I love a Southern black person, man, woman, whoever. If you are from the South, I automatically love you because my grandpa, (coughs) excuse me. My grandpa is the quintessential Southern man, Southern gentleman. So I have a penchant for people from the South. Um, But Charles and Miss Netta, at first, it was very endearing it was like oh this is so cute they're from art they're from alabama wait i want to say i want to they're either from alabama or arkansas like, okay this is cute you know they're you know doing this it it was at first it was i'll say this it was a little jarring because miss netta looks at the camera and it's like i need you not to look at the camera (laughs) like do the skit but don't look at the camera so it was I was just like, okay, girl, whatever, do do you. But it got to a point where it started to get less endearing because let me let me put a pen in this and I'll come back. So I applaud anyone that can put themselves out there, you know, on a public platform in a public space, because when you do that, you subject and you open yourself. Up to the criticism not only just the praise with the criticism and I guess I can somewhat relate because you know I I present this podcast most weeks um, To the public and I'm always appreciative of everyone that has nice things to say about the podcast um, But there are people that hate listen and there are people that don't particularly care for me um, As a podcaster and that's fine. Everyone is entitled to their likes and their preferences now. I will say this Um, you know, and I, I've had a lot of, you know, feedback over the almost eight years I've done the show where, you know, in the beginning people were very vocal in my Twitter DMs and my SoundCloud DMs are like, faggot this and faggot that and faggots don't belong on podcasts and faggots don't need to do podcasts and faggots need to burn in hell. And it's like, oh, okay. Like your, that's your opinion. Opinions aren't facts. Um, so I, I get that piece where, you know, you have to accept that if you are in a public space, you're going to ex- experience that. And I'm OK with that. Um, it's not as much anymore that I get those because one on SoundCloud and two, you know, people don't really try me on Twitter because here's the thing. And I'm not trying to be funny. Um, I'm all about a good time, I'm all about light and lightness and all that good things. All those good things, but don't start none, won't be none. You you go with me, I'm good with you. But if I have to, I don't want to, but if you push me, I will eviscerate you. And I think, you know, some or most people or detractors or whatever have realized that I'm not the one that you want to fuck with on Twitter because I will go to hell. Like. I don't believe being the bigger person in situations where I am attacked unprovoked. I I will I will go there. Like fuck you, fuck your mama, (laughs) fuck the kids that you don't have custody of. Fuck your side bitch. Like you I'm not the one or the two that you want to go back and forth with. I'm just saying that. I'm just putting it out there. I always say this, and I've been saying this forever, as, as long as I've been online doing the podcast. I am better served as an ally than an enemy. Because if I'm an enemy, if I'm an enemy, I'm gonna go for the jugular every time. But anyway, back to Miss Charles or Miss Netta and Charles. It was like you. It's it's unfortunate when we see people. Start to get a big head because of the traction that they're getting, and it's like with social media. I've been drinking. Forgive me, social media. With social media, that type of viral, you know, fame, and I'm using heavy air quotes, is very fleeting. If you do not navigate it properly. Those tables are going to turn and they're not going to be in your favor. Um, and I, and this is again, this is my opinion and it's not a fact. I feel like Charles and Miss Netta are in that space where it's like you're not navigating this right. Like you're not the superstars that you think you are. Like you're having a moment on social media. The same way that, that, um, the, it chicken salad girl she had her moment and you know she was buzzing for like 15 minutes and then it sharply declined and it's really gotten to the point now where miss netta mostly is doing the most like she's going live and you know she's attacking the detractors and it's like in this and I, i'm gonna sound like a hypocrite but whatever in this space because they're on a Far grander level in this space, like you, do This is what you signed up for. Like I would not address any detractors. I think a lot of people need to take the Beyonce approach. Beyonce don't talk to us. Like she don't talk to y'all. I don't care because you know I'm here for the music. I don't care for anything outside of the music. Um, but I would like a dinner with Jay Z. <laughs> but she, like she don't talk to y'all, and I, I, I want Miss Netta to take that approach because it's it's really gotten to the point where i don't even watch the videos anymore i kind of skip past the videos because i'm like she about to be on some small town bullshit and i just can't rock with that um but i just want to get my piece on that so i'm gonna pivot for the next item on the docket um and this could have been a personal fact but i wanted to kind of put it on the docket um so I, you, if you're a listener of this show, you know I'm always talking about, yeah, I'm going to put myself out there and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to date and this, that, and the third. And I said this at the end of 2023. I said, you know what? You're 40. You're about to be 41 in six months, less than six months. Like, you are a relationship kind of nigga. You, yes, you are a third wave traditionalist. And yes, you have evolved with the times, um, but you also are a relationship-oriented nigga. So I said, you know what? I said to myself, I said, I'm, I'm gonna really put my, I'm gonna put both feet on the ground, and you know, really put myself out there as far as dating. Because I'll be, I'll be honest. Like I kind of half-ass been doing this. I want to say since 2017, I kind of been half-assing it and then i'm like you know what i'm chill i'm not doing this but i said going into 2024 i'm gonna really put the effort because here's the thing here's a timeline for me in the last 25 years i've gone from the stepford boyfriend to a serial dater <laughs> to a confirmed bachelor and it's like i i'm almost like how do i navigate the dating scene and uh, you can listen to a uh, Single Out an episode of Myself and Rain and the episodes that were part of that series. Uh for a little backstory. But I'm just like, how, how do I navigate this? Like, so I'm 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 being personal. I'm I'm telling you guys my business. Uh, you know, hashtag personal effects cause you know, some people are like, Oh John, you don't tell us your business no more. Well, it's my business, but I'm 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 gonna share I'm gonna lift the curtain up a little bit. So we're t- we're one the fifteenth of the month. So it's this. It was this nigga. I was I was feeling like we chatted in twenty twenty three, and that crashed and burned. And then we chatted again at the end of twenty twenty three. I'm like, yo, I'm feeling you. You in Philly? I'm in Virginia. I'm all in Maryland a lot. I'm I'm willing to step outside of my comfort level and walk on faith. And get to know you to see what could be up. And then you play in my face a second time. And I'm like, damn, because he was my type. He was somebody that I was feeling to see what could be step two and step three and step four. And then, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you, you played in my face. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and dwell on it. I'm going to still be out there and present to see what is up there. So, I deleted my... Tinder, recreated a new tender or some new shit, some new energy. Um, so then I match with another dude. Um, it's white guy, uh two hours away. Which I'm not against a long distance type of situation. It's gotta be worth it, and it can't be more than like six hours travel time. So I am a little apprehensive about white men because 2022, I had a situation where it did not pan out that great. Uh, So this guy is like doing the most on day two. And I'm like, if this is day two and this is the energy you're giving me. I can't imagine how it's going to go as things progress. So you know, I kind of just bowed out. I didn't. I feel like a, an asshole. I didn't tell him. I just stopped. You know, the last message he sent me, I just didn't respond to. I think I sent a reaction, and I'm just. I'm good. I'm not. I have no intention on you know hitting him up anymore. But I'm still. I'm. I'm still optimistic. I'm still open to see what's going on. Like. It'd be nice to, you know, do the whole dating thing. Because I remember when I first started the show, you know, I was going on dates and, and I was talking to people. And then it, it got to a point where I was like, what's the purpose? Because the dating pool is not what it used to be. And, you know, I, I got to step away from the, yeah, you know, it's not going to be like it was in the 90s and the 2000s and two thousand ten 2010s. We're in a whole different decade, new decade, new rules. So, We'll see what happens. I'm not going to close myself off. I will say this. I'm not lonely and I don't feel alone. Um, I'm solo dolo. I'm a confirmed bachelor. Like I'm good. I'm good out here. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, it is what it is. (laughs) Next item on the docket. Um, I don't want to sound biased because if you have been a long time listener of the show, I have stated several times that I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Taraji P. Henson. Um, And this is solely based on me being in spaces where she's been and she's not necessarily had the best attitude. And not towards me, but just to people in in vicinity. Um, I believe everyone should be paid what they are worth um and that's a period uh i'm gonna press enter four times i'm gonna go to a new paragraph a lot of these celebrities white black asian hispanic whatever a lot of them are overpaid for what they do and i'm not i'm not taking digs at taraji i'm never gonna purposely knock a black woman down or you know have vitriol um, but she's been on this. I want to say, purple. I'm drunk. I forgot what the word. She's been on this promo tour for the color purple, and you know she's she's let out that you know pay and conditions and everything, and I get it. And it, it's known one women do not make as much as men, and that sucks, and that's awful. And of course we know that. Black women are not, and Black actors are not paid uh, what their white counterparts are. And it sucks. And she went on and, you know, she she expressed her grievances and more power to her. Um, the issue that I had in this whole conversation is when Vivica A. Fox, you know, who is an actress who's probably had a 30-plus her career, um, and you know, co-star of Taraji on Empire, which I used to love. She was asked a question, and every it, it appears on social media, people were really attacking her because Vivica basically said that um, you know she she didn't diminish what the whole situation with Taraji was. She she was asked a question, and then she she brought it and she circled it to her situation, and she said she has not experienced that and it's like why can't it just be okay if she's not experienced that but she's still showing support why do we have to tear down Vivica and why do we have to have the dialogue of Vivica is washed up and she don't have a career that Taraji has and I want to kind of pause for a second because one Vivica and Taraji are in two generations, two different generations. And there might be a slight overlap of maybe a year or two, but let's not act as if Vivica A. Fox has not done major things in her career. And my thing is this, Hollywood is a fickle town. One minute you're in, the next minute you're out. You're always five seconds away from having your next comeback. Um, I, To me, this is my opinion. I feel like Vivica A. Fox has more range than Taraji P. Henson. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying who is a better actress, but again, I feel like Vivica A. Fox has more range as an actress. I feel as though Vivica A. Fox has a pretty impressive resume. And I feel like Taraji has a solid resume. I don't know if you can necessarily go them bar for bar because is a part of a different generation than Taraji is. So maybe they wash each other out, but let's not act as if Taraji is leaps and bounds over Vivica A. Fox. Uh, Vivica A. Fox, if I'm not mistaken, has adopted the. I'm gonna have multiple streams of income. I'm not gonna just be acting. From my understanding, and again, I could be wrong, and everything on the stock is allegedly. A lot of Taraji stuff is just acting, acting, acting. Uh, Vivica, if I'm not mistaken, produces. She directs. Um, she's got partnerships, She's got brand deals. So it, it's a little bit different. Um, and then if we're gonna go over mass appeal, like Vivica wasn't only just acting; it had the range, like there was a a good stretch of time where she also was a sex symbol. So, you know, Vivica is definitely an icon in, you know, black and brown communities the same way Taraji is. It's just, they're, again, they're two different people, so they're going to have two different appeals and two different effects. But that's just my take on things. Um, Talking about money is always um, tricky, but I get in the Hollywood sense, you have to bring those things out because if you bring it out, maybe down the road it will change and, you know, maybe the pendulum needs to swing. I, I, I'm, again, I'm a traditionalist. I've always come from a place where there are certain things that you don't talk about in public. And money is one. Um, religion is one as well as politics. But, hey, to each its own. Um, Next item on the docket, 2024 is starting out good as far as music goes. Um, Ariana Grande released a new single, Guest, and so when I first played it, I was like, it's all right. I said, this is going to have to grow on me. So this was Friday morning, like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. I want to say by 4 o'clock, I have played this song 97 times. I fucking love it. I love house music. And Ariana is probably one of the, I want to say artists in the last 10 years um, that I've really appreciate what they do because i'm like i said i'm an old like i said on the show many a times i'm an old nigga like i'm, I'm stuck my ways like for the most part i'm not listening to new music after 2013 unless it's somebody i really rock with or unless it's something new that really hits um so i was like okay ariana you, you're doing it like this it's catchy uh it's definitely for the girls it's definitely for the gays definitely for the days uh It'll be (laughs) bros' weekend is next weekend, so you know I might be scuzzing on the dance floor if this if this comes on, you know, at the fireplace or or Nelly's. But it's definitely a bop. It's definitely a bop. Uh, Lil Nas X released a song, J Christ. I I like Lil Nas X. I think I think she's a cutie patootie. Um, I think what he does musically is fun, but I don't take him too serious. Like, I think, I don't know how to articulate this. I don't think he's necessarily a rapper's rapper, but he makes fun, catchy stuff. And please don't drag me, guys. But I kind of put Lil Nas X and Cardi B in the same pile where they are entertaining and they're fun. It's like this is something they want to do and they're good at it, but I wouldn't necessarily stamp them with they are rappers, but they make fun, catchy music. Now, will it be fun, catchy music that stands the test of time? I don't know. We're still kinda in the infancy of both of their careers, but we're talking about Lil' Nas X right now. Um, I enjoyed some tracks off of his album. I enjoyed some of the singles from his EP. This song and maybe I'm showing that I'm an old nigga again. I don't play when it comes to I don't play when it comes to religion. I don't play when it comes to the Lord. I don't play when it comes to, you know, God. I, I don't play in that. I play the radio, but I don't play when it comes to that, so it was a little sacrilegious, and yes, yes, I know like he's not the first person to do it, but when other artists were doing it, I didn't like it then, I don't like it now, I probably won't like it in 15 years when I'm on my Coleman Domingo flashy fly nigga shit, and I probably won't like it in 20 years when I'm on my Delroy Lindo cool unk vibes, I just don't like that kind of shit, I don't like the visuals. I didn't like the song. Um, I get it, he needs some type of shock value, but it could have. It, I feel like a better theme or a, a better something, but this just was not it. And I'm gonna close the docket up with this. I watched Saltburn last week. What the fuck did I watch? That was, I was not prepared. For what I watched and I saw the buzz on TikTok and, and when Rain Coleman came out with the review, I said, okay, I'ma listen to my brother, but I wanna be able to follow along. So that's what prompted me to watch the movie. Nigga. <sighs> Nigga. Nigga. Wild. I'm gonna freshen up this cocktail. We're gonna come back. Uh gold silver bronze. Hang tight, guys. It's that time, guys. It's time for gold silver bronze. Let's get it it's the first gold silver bronze of 2024 so i'm feeling super nostalgic so we're gonna go back 20 years ago to 2004 so for me 20 years is a long time but then again it feels like it was just yesterday um, but like I said I'm, I'm feeling nostalgic 2004 for me feels like so many lifetimes ago like I was 21 in 2004 like I lost my mother in 2004 you know I was preparing for graduation from college in 2004 um, You know, I was in the streets in 2004. 2004 was a wild time, and it was was one for the books. To be young, fly, and flashy in 2004. But let's get into it. I have handpicked three songs from 2004, and you, the listener, my co-host, and me, your host with the most, John Salvatore. We're gonna rank these songs gold, silver, bronze. Our first contender, oops, hold on. Our first contender, Jada Kiss featuring Mariah Carey. Uh, you Make Me Wanna, the third single from a sophomore album, Kiss of Death, released October 12th. Ooh, that's a date. October 12, 2004, produced by Scott Storch, peaked at number 21 on the Hot 100, number 8 on the Hot R&B Hip-Hop Songs. Next contender, Lloyd Banks. Uh, I'll get into that later. <laughs> Lloyd Banks with Karma, the third single from his debut album, The Hunger for Fame, released October 19, 2004, produced by Greg Jinx Dolby. Peaked at number 17 on the Hot 100 and number 9 on the Hot R&B Hip-Hop songs. And last and certainly not least, uh, T.I. featuring Jazzy Faye, Let's Get Away, the fourth single from his sophomore album, Trap Music, released June 29, 2004, produced by Jazzy Faye. Peaked at number 35 on the Hot 100 and number 17 on the Hot R&B Hip-Hop songs. So, guys... Let me know in the thread for this week's episode who gets your gold, who gets your silver, who gets your bronze. Now this one's not going to be difficult for me. Um, without a doubt, Ti and Jazzy Faye are getting my gold. Like this, like the sample, like you're you're sampling Daydreaming, like One Chef's Kiss. Uh, but then for the track itself, it was a great. It was just a great. Song, great production, great bars. Ti Ti may be a lot of things. He may be problematic. He may, you know, try to use eight dollar words and still read with his finger on the page. But being a bad rapper and flow, his flow are never going to be in question. Um, So, without a doubt, bronze. Like trap music was such a great album, but Ti had Ti was on a run trap music um urban legend ti no king ti versus tip and uh paper trail like then no mercy like that was a fucking run like we don't talk about that enough um i am going to give my silver to Lloyd banks of karma I always feel like Lloyd Banks gives me a relaxed, light, lights fab, especially on this track. I I listened to the track before I you know decided what to do for Ghost of Bronze. and I was like, this really sounds like fab if you slow down the tempo and slow down the pitch. um I thought it was a great song. Like this is so 2004. Like I said, I was 21. I I, I don't want to sound. I'm not trying to, you know, to my own horn, but 2004, I was, (laughs) I was in my it boy era. So like, I was like, I was, I'm so glad that there was not social media and there weren't really blogs because I was out there. Like, and then a lot of my time was in DC. So nigga, I was out there, politicians and rappers. And professional ball players, you know, I, I had my hand in things, not literally, because I wasn't fisting anybody, but the men, I had my pick of men, and this was the era, like I said, where I liked them rough around the edges. I was into them hood niggas, uh, for the gays and the allies to the gays, like. I, I was I was pulling and plucking the trade of the trade. <laughs> and you couldn't tell me I was not him. You couldn't tell me I was not that nigga. And, you know, this song reminds me of this nigga that I was fucking with. Like, you could not, like, you would have, and I sound so old and ignorant saying this. Like, you, it was just like, Really? That's who you're messing with? Because we would have never thought that. But yes, I, and she... Whew! That nigga was fine. You know, <laughs> Uh Last and certainly not least, uh, Jada Kiss and Mariah Carey. You make me wanna... I love Mariah Carey and I love Jada Kiss. I just was not excited about this song. It, it was like, whatever. But anyway. Um, that's my closely designated bronze, but guys, thank you. Like we're, we're almost at year eight, So I want to thank everyone out there for your continued support. You don't have to do so. And you guys have done so for whether you came in at year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six, year seven. Um, thank you. I appreciate all of the support, the attempted support, you know, again, I'm just elated that I'm still doing the show. And then Jackie and John, we have our six-year anniversary coming up right around the corner. So, again, uh, if you want to email the show, email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to text or sound off on the show, you can do that, too. So that number, call into the show, pop your shit. That number is two zero two. Ooh, hold on, let me go over to that. It's two zero two six four three eight seven seven six. Um, I'm glad to be off a hiatus. Uh, next week you can catch me and Rain. We are back, uh, from our winter break and then closing the month out with my favorite gal pal, Jackie, with another takeover episodes Um, Check out the episodes prior to break. Run those numbers up. But until next time, I'll see you sweet lovers of liberty later. Bye, guys. Bye.